Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin, the live recording of the podcast at Noisy Rooms at Podfest. We've got Shore microphones and we have the amazing, I have to do some, I think it's like some, some sponsorship stuff. And we've got the amazing Freddie Gala. Guys, can we give a round of applause for Freddie? Uh, Anna Veros, thank you so much for having me. Uh, so happy that you were available. <laughs> yeah, I could squeeze you in. <laughs> well, recently, last Saturday, you were not in a good space. Sorry to bring this up. <laughs> but you, True. you were like, uh, and, I, and I was like, I was in a good place. And you were like, look, I just, like, I'm not feeling great. I think I've just, I've got so much free time. <laughs> I was like, that I'm like distressingly unemployed right now. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, there's like a boy story going on. So I'm just like, I need something to take my mind off mm, of it. So, yeah. was, and, then, and then I watched a rom-com. And so I just cried the whole day. Which rom-com did you watch? Uh... Oh my god, what what was it? Was it American? It was American. I think oh no, I watched Reality Bites, which is like I my favorite film. Movie. And so I was like I think it was like I was so nostalgic. Mm. And then I was like, it's never gonna be the nineties again. <laughs> I'm never gonna have an AIDS scare again. <laughs> I know. So I was very depressed. But then doing comedy on your show was great. Yeah, so. yeah, that was that was you did a great great set. You were there for that set. You saw how great Freddie was. We've mm. got lots of people in the audience that have seen Freddie perform, right? Is it I'm just curious, has anyone here seen me perform stand up? No, but to be honest, I've only been to two stand-up comedy shows and oh, doing well, one of them. Okay, great. cool. All right. <laughs> Okay, so it's interesting. An interesting. We've got a full, like a foolish room here. We've got what? Yeah. How many people? Can you a quick count? It's four, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven people. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's a show. It is a show, and you guys all listen to the podcast. I assume, or you just randomly here. Randomly, randomly here. <laughs> all right. I love a random guest. That's great. That's perfect. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Adults so, only is always good. Adults yeah. only is. Yeah. It is, and it's you know it's always comedians, and it's always about well. I live in Berlin. That's pretty much the only reason why Berlin's in the title. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, um, but Freddie's been on the podcast a few times before, and, yeah, we're just going to talk random Let's talk shit. about it. So do you want to talk about your, <laughs> your, your, your boy problems? Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> it's like such a Berlin story. So we met on Tinder, then after a couple of months, he was like... There you met on Tinder? Yeah. And you had chemistry? Yeah. I know, that's kind of amazing. So yes. I think I was like, oh, my God... And then after a couple of weeks, he was like, um, there is another woman. No, the first one was like, so do you have other lovers? And I was like, uh, no, I would have told you. And he was like, uh, so I How old is he? He's 45, so he's a little bit older than me. Okay, all right, a little bit. Uh, a little bit older. Okay. Um, and then I was like, blah, there's another woman. And then we kind of, kind of broke up. And then he got back. He was like out of uh, the town for like three weeks. And now it's like... Then we want to do an open relationship, and I just like want to throw my head against the wall because, yeah. like, I never. I mean, it's not really me, but I'm like at this point of my life, maybe it's the last time that I can do. Like, I can try it. Mm. It might be a good story for the stage. You're not that I don't old. Know. It's not gonna be the last time. No, but I don't <laughs> ever want to be in this situation. Again. <laughs> okay, okay. So I'm like, okay, I'll try it. This, I'll probably not enjoy myself, but I'll try it. Yeah, this is your opportunity to maybe <laughs> give it a crack. I'm a really perky person. Yeah. <laughs> You're so optimistic. Like, <laughs> but you've been in like 1,000 open relationships, haven't you? Thousands of, it's a bit of an exaggeration, Freddie. Uh, but I would say, I have, look, I've had various types of open relationships. Actually, my first open relationship was in high school. 
I was what? yeah crazy. Jesus, how like, progressive are you? Yeah, it's he was annoying. <laughs> right? No, it was like he was like, well, I'm seeing this other girl, and I was like, okay, well, she can suck your dick too. That's fine. And how are you not ever jealous? Like that's like the thing I that was, I don't. I was. Oh. Okay. But then he got then I and so I broke up with him, and the day after I broke up with him, he got diagnosed with testicular cancer. And I was like, whoa. Oh, <laughs> good riddance. <laughs> I'm going to sit at your bedside. Yeah. No, he's still alive. He's oh. just got one ball now. Um, <laughs> which happens with testicular cancer, yeah, and that's a bummer. It's, you know? Yeah, that's um, but, um, but, yeah, that was my first open relationship. And, yeah, I was jealous, and I wasn't interested in... So were you just saying it to be cool, or did you actually not care? Um, well, the thing is, we both... We started dating at the same time as he started sort of seeing this other girl and so yeah. it was sort of like it was the same time thing and I was like yeah we can do this I'm in awe but yeah I was <laughs> I was 15 and uh, I don't understand you as a person okay. that's fair <laughs> uh, I, I didn't enjoy it like I didn't <laughs> I didn't enjoy it, and I was like, never again in open relationship. Is and that then, just the bottom line of open relationship? Everyone's like, I don't really enjoy it, but it's still, like, the better alternative to being in an unhappy monogamous relationship? Yeah, I, yeah, I guess. I think, I think it depends. I, am, I believe that there can be open relationships with the right people. Like, it depends on the dynamic of the two people. Yeah. So, for example, with, um, with my ex-husband, it was an open relationship, and, but only the, in the sense that we would have sex with other people together. And so I didn't want us ah, spending time okay. investing in other relationships outside of oh, our house, but other people could come in to stimulate because it's just like more bodies, more pleasure. It's just like a numbers game. It's basic. Yeah, it's a total numbers game, right? <laughs> I mean, who doesn't it is. And so, but that was challenging. Like he wanted it to be open from the start because I made out with my best friend at my birthday, and he was like, "All right, maybe we keep that. Maybe we make this an open relationship, Anna, because you're a slutty whore." And I was like, "Yes, probably." No. Also, he had an open marriage with his ex-wife, and he was married when I met him, and he cheated on her with me. But that was—it was an open relationship, so it wasn't cheating, right? I love just like how different our lives are. Like we couldn't. I—I I, I think it's hilarious that you invited me for like the sexy for I don't know. You, you don't know, really know me. I used to be, like, super religious, so from 16 to 32, I didn't have sex because I was in love with Jesus. And so, like... He is hot. He is yeah, hot. He's, he's hot. like a hot Israeli guy. Oh, you know, man, I love so Israelis. <laughs> and so I started, like, dating in Berlin at, like, 35, and then, you know, I caught up a little bit, but I'm, like, so far behind mm. everyone I know. So it's hilarious. Yeah, well, it's it's a good contrast, but you still, is, you know, you've, yeah. you've put in the time to, to catch up. You know what I mean? put in the time. <laughs> so here's like a really interesting um, moment I had. It was like a turning point in my comedy career. And um, we did like this double bill, like the at your, uh, the Grindhouse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was like preparing to do my solo show. And I had always been on stage, been like very confident. I was like, I'm telling sex stories because I have sex stories now. And like a lot, of, a lot of women, a lot of women on stage are very high status. So it's always like, eh, fuck man. I'm high gonna. status? Yeah. As in like they, they, like when they talk about dating, they're like, um, uh, I'm in control. The guy's like the loser, and I'm gonna get what I want. Like that's a lot okay. of like how female comedians make jokes about yeah. men right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would yeah. say. Yeah, they're trying and to flip the whole. Exactly, and power I was system. the same. 
And I was always like, yeah, I didn't used to have sex. Now I'm a whore, <laughs> you know? And then you... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and then and it felt empowering. I'm yeah. not going to lie. It felt yeah. empowering. And I was like, kind of like, it was a crazy transition for me to go from no sex for 16 years to like dating in Berlin. When you say I have 16 whole, years, you don't mean zero to 16. You mean from... Yeah, I mean from 16 to 30. 16. 17 to 32. 17 to 32. Um, Just to clarify. I know, I know. It's not the first like, 16. I did that too. Like. <laughs> pervert um and so uh and i think you were on before me and you had like all your sex stories and just like getting a snippet of like she's she's had a wild life right like and uh in the best way yeah no, the best i'm way. not offended i'm just like no, no, i feel no. like that's overselling it but yeah okay come on yeah. really anyway like and then and then i went on stage and i tried to do my like I'm so experienced in sex. And then I was like, it doesn't make sense after Anna to be saying this about me. <laughs> and so I started being like, yeah, like, I'm not a, like, I think I made jokes about like, well, I'm not a whore like Anna, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of funny. And then I was like, actually, I'm not really being honest on stage because it's like, and it's mm. like way funnier when I lean into the, I actually don't really know that much about sex compared to other people, I feel mm, like. Mm, mm, mm. And yeah. leaning into that, yeah. It's leaning into... Like, I have the story about how I give this guy a blowjob. I love that story. And then I used to be like, yeah, and I'm so great at it. And now I'm like, and I'm struggling. You know, I'm not good at it. And it's so much more funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I've, like, yeah. embraced the... I mean, I don't think I'm, like, super bad at sex. I don't know. I mean, mm. it's like, how do you find out how good you are? Because yeah. you... It's like, very like who's gonna who's gonna give you the evaluation exactly. form of like well actually exactly <laughs> and also fuck that like I was just I just watched the Catherine Ryan um, special uh, in trouble I think you mentioned it mm -hmm. on Saturday and, uh, and so I ended up watching it and she's um, she's got this bit about how she um, a guy tells her that she's got one of the best assholes <laughs> assholes he has ever seen and then he, and then he goes further he's like. Top four. Top four best. And he's, she's like, what the fuck are you doing telling me top four? That means I know I'm not number one. I wouldn't, I'm not number two either because you would have said of best two I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, like, how are you ever going to know how you rate I know, sex. it's, like, so funny to how, me. Some, how you rate as a sexual partner. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, like, like, what people say during sex is kind of, like, a lie because they're, like, aroused lie. and they're, like... Oh my god, you're so hot! Like, oh, you're so good at that. Yeah, or, I'm just like, come on. Yeah, or like, oh, you do that, like, like, wow, like you're a magician, and it's like, <laughs> well, yeah, but like, you, made it but, like, you might have, like, you might call every person a exactly. magician that makes you come. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, it's not uh, objective, but yeah. So that's like a big mystery to me. How people how people come? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what is it? Like, this is the true reason that I'm here. I'm just finally trying to find out about the female orgasm. The female orgasm. Ah, yeah, I'm starting to um, get a little bit more honest with my sex stuff. Because I, I, obviously I talk a, a lot about my sexual adventures. So on that special that we did, that split bill, I was exploring a lot of these new stories that have come out. Uh, like uh, from my past with my husband, ex-husband, um, like there was a night where we took acid and um, kind of by accident we didn't think it would work and then we just fucked for like 12 hours and I was like hallucinating. Like, Nobody see, believed you, but sure. The, the world was like a Picasso painting, like everything I was seeing and we were going, like it was nuts. But that night we actually had my housemates Mormon 16-year-old sister sleeping in the lounge room and our walls um, our walls were shared and um, 
we changed that girl's life, I think. Um, we were not self-aware uh, of how, about how loud we were. But, like, you know, I, I talked about that story, and then I talked yeah, about yeah. the conditions of, like, our sex life and how, I don't know, like, we used different dating apps to find, um, part, like, other couples to have sex with. And yeah. then we went to orgies. Um, and I've talked about this on the podcast. Uh, yeah, but she's like, yeah, like, her sex life is totally ordinary, right? <laughs> you, I don't know. <laughs> and then I come on stage and I'm like, I've had three sexual experiences. <laughs> <laughs> What's coming? Um, That's funny. But, um, but I want to, like, I started writing, you know, when you haven't written a new bit for a while and you're like, ah! Yeah. Like, I've got nothing inside me. I'm a shell. Like, uh, I've got no one's, yeah. But I've started uh, making notes on, um, I don't know, looking at how... I've I've become so apathetic about coming with people. Like that you're not interested in as as a goal anymore? Or? Yeah, I don't really see it as a goal and I feel yeah, like it makes good. me a bad feminist to be like like I don't if I fuck someone and I don't come I'm not like he's an asshole or like yeah, yeah, like yeah, or, yeah. or I'm I'm I should have made that or that was a bad experience because I didn't come. Yeah. It's like no. Well, it's, it's more like how you feel in your body, isn't it? Mm, like yeah. if, like I think for guys <coughs> it's like also more of a frustration Physically, I don't know. Uh, I don't know about that. that. We'll, we'll Maybe. Uh, I don't care. Oh, here's something that I found out recently. Um, you know how there's like the three day rule about like when you've been on a date and then the guy is supposed to like wait three days to like text oh, back. Okay. So that's an old. It's like an old like from the whenever phones were invented. I don't know. <laughs> From, yeah. Or like, like, or like that you don't text back straight away because that looks desperate, right? That's such bullshit, but yes. I know, it's totally bullshit, but I feel like I have a hormonal explanation for why that, either that that rule exists or why it it sometimes is okay. Because when I dated this guy for the first time, I think I was like mature enough to kind of look at myself from the outside, like, and kind of like evaluate what was going on. So the, the night that we met, it was like in a bar, it was like pretty late and we made out and we were like drunk and made out and I didn't go home with him but even like the making out can like I could just like feel like all the the hormones just like flush into my body and my libido just like skyrocket mm-hmm. and I could just like feel the sexual energy and then and I think it's like the same if you've had a one night stand and you've had like sex and then you go away and then I know that like as a woman like oxytocin is released right uh, even if you I mean more when you have an orgasm mm-hmm. but even even so and like that's like it, it creates a connection and so mm-hmm. and it's like really strong it's basically like taking heroin right and so when when the partner is gone or that person is gone then you're just like oh, I want that again that's mm-hmm. why women get so needy right away and like they I like some of them mm-hmm. yeah because it's like sort of biological it's a, it's a hormonal yeah and so, and, and I could, and with the guy, I could, I, I really noticed that, that even though I wasn't like in love, it's not about him. He's like totally interchangeable because I don't know this guy. So it's not mm-hmm. like that I'm instantly in love with him, but mm-hmm. it's just like my body is just like, oh, I felt amazing. I need mm-hmm. to, I need that again. And then after like one or two days, I could feel like my, my hormone levels drop again. And mm-hmm. then... I could like start thinking about him in a normal way as like Objective, a person yeah. and not just like, oh, I need like his his affirmation or I need him to like uh, tell me he wants to see me again uh-huh. uh, to get that kick. And and on this way here, I was like, because I found that really interesting. I was like, oh, that that's like good to know because then then I know it's it's like it's really not about him as a person in the best way because <laughs> I don't want to be needy after like making out with someone for the first day. That's that's stressful for me. I don't want to be 
stressed out. Wanting to see someone and thinking that you've found something good and wanting to pursue that, though, that's not, that's not problematic. No, then. that's not problematic, but it makes... Well, it's just, like, more like looking at it from a mm. different angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh, maybe the three-day rule of, like, not, like, texting back is, like... Let the woman calm down and not be a psycho bitch anymore. Whoa! I'm not sure if I like this framing at all. I know, it's very anti-feminist. <laughs> what can I say? I no, I just meant, like, for me, I was just like, oh, like, two days after, I can, like, respond like a different person. Is there no hormonal thing that happens in the man? It does. It's called... But they have a... It's really... I just uh, listened to an audiobook where that was mentioned. I'd never heard that. So women release the hormone oxytocin when they have an orgasm mm. and men uh, release uh, an, a hormone called in German it's called Vipressin I don't know what it's in English but it must be very similar um, I'm German uh, and uh, self-love I think is what it's self-love <laughs> and that's released when they ejaculate and it's it's a little bit it's also something that connects but it's also a little bit more territorial like it makes them uh, like defend more protective yeah so it's like it has like a little bit of different attributes and I found that really interesting that they release different hormones mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the three days thing is a good idea in terms of just getting some objectivity and like you know uh, positioning like placing that experience into the context of everything you want in life and, yeah. <laughs> and like you know I don't mean it as like a rule but it's, it's, it, it was context. just like oh maybe like somebody once said, you know, like just give you know, give just give your give your body time to cool down. Yeah. And also it's like also it's great to not let your body cool down and just like bah. if both people feel the same it's great, bah. you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that mm. was like a nugget of wisdom I had. That's on interesting. The bike right here. Oxytocin, yeah. Well, you know, that's not happening for me at all with any of these guys. Because <laughs> I'm not coming. <laughs> No, like I'll, you but know, snuggling I, also does. That. Yeah, snuggling and like, you know, there's still arousal involved. Yeah. It's just not like. Why do you think it's not happening? Uh, the reason is very um, clear. Uh, it's that it takes me. I have to be really comfortable with someone. Yeah. Like because it's a it's a vulnerability to come in front of someone. Yeah. And so for someone to. Do you think there were phases in your life where it was easier for you? No. <laughs> <laughs> But the thing is, like, I can usually come with someone if I feel secure with them. So it doesn't necessarily depend on time. It doesn't depend on oh yeah. God, it doesn't like depend on them ten, yeah, ten times. It depends on the person and yeah. how and how and how safe I feel. Like how secure I feel yeah. in the dynamic. Yeah. yeah, I understand because sometimes, like, because sex is like passionate and it's like. It's kind of like a fast affair often. You know, you're just, like, tearing off clothes and you're, like, all over each other. But, like, for a woman to come, it just needs, like, a little bit of a moment. Yeah, it needs a bit. So it's, like, I think it's, like, a time, it's, like, a rhythm thing almost that it's, like, mm -hmm. hard to, like, slow down enough to be, like, okay, we, we just need to, like, reduce our heart rates for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we just need to, <laughs> <laughs> we just need to bring the energy level down a little yeah. when it's more of a, yeah, so I suppose with different lovers, like, yeah, different lovers, you find a different kind of um, pace and the way the sex develops and, and then it, it can happen more easily. Or, yeah. or if, the, or if the, the person's really just, like, 
relaxedly focused on figuring out how to make you come. Not yeah. this like I have to make you come, otherwise I'm a failure. Like yeah, that yeah, that's yeah. that pressure is horrible. But the the I just wanna let's like if it's like this playful, long, long you know, we've got no time restraints. Twelve hours. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> and I make us feel bad. <laughs> Drug induced sex is a very different yeah, thing though. True. Like uh have you, okay, so um, you've seen someone age appropriate. I'm really proud of you. I, <laughs> I really. I know, I've never ever dated somebody that was older than me. Yeah, what? Yeah. Really? It was always like, I, I dated like two guys that were like my age and then it was always younger. Because I've had so little experience dating, mm-hmm. I think like, I think like my dating age is like way younger. <laughs> also, you need to like have sex with someone who has as little experience as you. <laughs> I once had a sex with this, like a twenty-six-year-old when I was thirty-nine, and he was like, "Oh my god, I'm probably better at sex than you." Like, Ugh. I mean, he was, and he was terrible. <laughs> he was French. He was like French. He was, he was French. like, "Oh, I'm like so good at it." I'm like, "You are trash." Well, okay, can we dissect how trashy he was? Like, what did he do? What well, was it was like, it was like. I think that happens a lot that it's like uh like, I like when how you, you bring up that he's French so that, that I know, but it was joy. like such a it was like such a big deal. Um we we met in a bar and you know how like sometimes <laughs> the Yeah, Sorry, he was yeah. working there and he was like he, the banter was like so great until mm-hmm. the moment that we were like, Okay, let's go home together and then it was already like then almost almost like the, the magic was like kinda gone and then he just like it was like so fast and he, like, did not, like... So, like, as in quickly any, naked, quickly inside, yeah. quickly over. Yeah, and so, I mean, and that was, like, you know... No was, foreplay. It, well, I don't really remember. It was, okay. like, a while ago. It wasn't, like, yeah, it was kind of, like... It was, like, one of these super hot, like, tropical nights, so it was mm. kind of, like, nobody wanted to move anyway. But it was, like, you know, and that was, like... It was, like, four in the morning, we were drunk, whatever, you mm-hmm. know, not high expectations. Mm-hmm. But then he would, like... A couple of times he would, like, you know, ca- call me or, like, text me at, like, one in the morning. He's, like, oh, can I come by? And then... It was like, I was like, oh, is that how young people date? You know, it was just like, and then he would come over for an hour and then he would go away again. I was like, okay. That's (laughs) not the worst. No, but. If he comes to you and then leaves, that's actually perfect. Yeah, I know. (laughs) He did. uh, Because he had bed bugs, I think. Oh, dude. What are you doing? (laughs) Well, he wasn't sure. I had sex with him in that bed. I don't know what was. I don't know. So he would say, I'll come over to you. No, because not because, but he was just like <laughs> on his way. Babe, I have bed bugs. Can you like, come over? Like, no. And then once he like told me, like, can I come over? And I was like, yeah, you can. I have my period, though. I just wanted to say that. And then he didn't write back for like 30 minutes. And then he was like, okay, I'll come. And I was like, did you check with other women if they didn't have their period? He was like, no. Uh, he did, like, as in if he wanted to see if, on the list his Rolodex of people to fuck if someone else wasn't menstruating. That's how I felt. I don't know. Uh, have you? Okay, I've I've had guys that are super into me bleeding. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, have you had that? Uh, I nah, not really. Have you had guys say no? Yeah. Well, one my ex boyfriend he he would like faint when he sees blood. So, I I guess like that's not the ideal situation for him. <laughs> okay. So you did okay, yeah. Because I did. I remember in my earlier days, I did have partners that didn't like menstrual sex. Yeah. But um, I don't accept that now. <laughs> you don't accept that. Well, I think like people's relationships. I think for women, it's like so different because we see our butt all the time. So I don't know. Some people find it weird. I don't know. Yeah. I, I always, I have, you know, I have a bit about period sex, and I'm like, well, if the roles were reversed, I probably wouldn't queue up for like lukewarm dick blood. 
Like, I probably wouldn't want it. I'd be down. <laughs> I don't know. Just for the balance of it. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. blood is, like, different than semen for some reason. Well, yes. <laughs> right? I mean, but also the, the blood's color. there. <laughs> they can say. But also the, like, um, wow, we're getting gross. I love it. Um, but <laughs> I love the idea of dick blood. Like, <laughs> dick, dick. <laughs> Uh, but um, but it's also like semen just comes at the end, whereas the blood's there the whole time. Yeah, that's true. So it's that's like true. you're having sex with the blood. It's not like the end Yay, game. It's inclusive. I mean? Yeah, I had I started writing a bit. <laughs> started writing. It was just like a one line, really, of like um, uh, I'm such like I'm the kind of feminist that um, I don't tell a guy that I'm menstruating until he's inside me. <laughs> I'm like, is that, is that, I and some people that are like, that's weird. unethical. Yeah, like, you shouldn't, think, you should tell them. I'm like, why? Yeah. Like, it's part. Do you let, do you let men come inside of you when you're in your period? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was filled with lies. I, uh, <laughs> it, uh, if I'm in a relationship, yeah. Uh, and, uh, absolutely. Like, yeah. if we're in a, and, you know, we're, we're being safe, um, yeah. 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 Uh, wh- why? No, I just I did that the other day for the first time, and he was like so grateful. I was like, "Fuck, I should have done this way earlier." <laughs> really? Yeah. No, I definitely. Like, if you feel like you're both safe, and yeah, yeah, yeah well, for sure. Not really. Not really, because he's got another woman. <laughs> uh, that was before I knew. Oh <laughs> no! Oh, he came inside you before he told you that he was seeing someone else. Well, yeah. I'm a gracious person. What can I say? Yeah, that's generous. I, mm. I don't know. I, yeah, letting people come inside you is um, that's a special thing. <laughs> I got that's a special thing. It's I got only for specialty when you have special feelings for someone. Really? When mommy and daddy love each other very much, they come inside each other. Exactly. They come inside each other. How do I come inside him? Yeah, right? I, know. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. Like pussy to ah. Uh, like I try to. I don't know. Have you squirted? Have we asked this uh, I think, like, two guys have made me squirt, but only, like, when I didn't even expect it. Like, mm-hmm. on, weirdly, like, on the first, some of the first times I had sex with them, I think because I wasn't even, like, thinking about it. Do yeah. you need more caffeine? Oh, no. Anna's, Anna's switching to alcohol. Um, so, yeah, I feel like when whenever, like, guys have, like, tried it or I was, like, aware that they're trying to do it, then it didn't work. Yeah, no, absolutely. It doesn't work if they're trying. <laughs> so annoying. No, no, no. It's only happened to me once, and it was just like, what? Yeah, I know. What? I was like, is this what they were talking about? Yeah. On yeah. YouTube? Because well, the, 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 they talk about it on YouTube. <laughs> I mean, they're, like, tutorials and stuff. I don't watch porn. I just watch tutorials. You just watch YouTube tutorials. Oh, my God, that's such a good line. I need to write it down. I don't watch porn. You watch YouTube tutorials. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mental note. That's so true. Uh, I can imagine you doing that. That's what I mean. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've never watched a YouTube. I've never watched a tutorial about sex. Oh really? Yeah. Just a natural. You're just a natural. I think no. it's great that they exist. I've just never watched one. Yeah. Not ever. I mean, there are a lot of like about like uh, female health and stuff. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. I've read many articles about squirting to try and figure yeah, it yeah. out. Well, it's the same then. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I understood all of it, but, like, it had never happened. I never tried to have it happen, and then it happened by accident. Yeah, you can make yourself. I don't know. You can do it yourself. But I, I was trying to do that, too. Yeah. <laughs> I heard you have to squat. 
Like I was sitting like I was sitting like this when it happened. I'll admit it. And so uh, I felt for the for the on my podcast <laughs> listeners, um, Anna has just pulled up her legs and is in a squatting position on her. Chair. Yeah, you do have to squat. I think. Yeah, I think it's because then the G spot is like more readily accessible. Yeah. Okay. And more in like it's closer to the clitor. Like it's more. Yeah. I'm doing stuff with my hands, <laughs> listeners. I. Uh, <laughs> Mm. Okay, but twice yeah. you you beat me. You beat me. You've done it twice. Well, did you really like the guys that did? It? Like, did they did they make it happen, or did you make it happen with? Them? No, I I wasn't like aware. They were just kind of like fingering me, <laughs> <laughs> and then it was just like really wet. But it wasn't even like <laughs> it, was it really wasn't like wet. that. It was like that amazing in a, of a of an. Uh, I don't think it was necessarily that I came. Yeah, no, it's not. So it was just like, I don't really understand the point of it that much. I mean, it's just like very wet. Mm. For me, it was like a spray. It was just like a... Yeah. And, and then... So but it, and it happened before I came. So it was like, yeah, that I happened and then came, I... never came, I think. You never came. <laughs> <laughs> so you scored a ties but didn't come out of time. Okay. Uh, I don't... Uh, yeah, I don't really remember, but it was kind of like out of the blue. Should we put it to the audience? Is anyone here squirted? Or made somebody squirt? Are people interested in those topics? <laughs> I'm interested in what it is. Okay, so, yeah. What the actual um, yeah, liquid is? Yeah. Okay, I know. Do you know? I've heard different theories. Yeah. Oh, I thought there was just one very clear scientific oh, okay. thing. So basically, um, there's the Skeen's gland, and that is a, um, a gland that sits... Um, uh, where your G-spot is, so in the vagina, um, there's like the G-spots here and that, um, and on the other side of that is this gland. And by stimulating the G-spot, you um, build up, it builds up these fluids in the gland. And then that gland is directly connected. I don't know why my hand is useful right now, but <laughs> I'm using, not at all. And then, so the gland's here, G-spot's here. That's not even like the, the exit. Here we go. And then um, by stimulating this, the G-spot, then the gland fills up and then it ejaculates through the urethra. So yeah. through your pee, pee hole. Uh, so there are traces of pee in it, but it is this juice, like <laughs> juice. It is this fluid that is, like it's, you know, um, depends on the person, but widely considered odorless and uh, clear and um, there are naturally traces of pee but like that's just because it goes through yeah, the same I think shoot. that's like the mystery where people are like is it pee? Yeah. 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 It's not. It's not. I've had some guys say it smells bad. Not mine. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> but like, thing they're coming out of Anna smells <laughs> like roses. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, but I've had some guys say that it smells it smells huh. you know like it's like Whoa, I didn't you know and maybe it was so it, much. Yeah. Like wow. Maybe it depends on what you eat as well. I'd say yeah. just like semen. Have you had really bad tasting semen? No, but I <laughs> so funny. Like the no, guy but. the guy that I was dating. Like I think the first time I had oral sex with him. He's like a, a vegetarian most of the time, but like <laughs> I like had oral sex and then I swallowed and he like immediately is like, I'm so sorry, I had a lot of meat yesterday. I'm sure it doesn't taste good. <laughs> really? That makes me wonder if he's tasted his own cum. <laughs> and he I knows think he's that just like well, I don't know. He, I think he's just like very knowledgeable about food because he's a chef, and then about sex because oh. he's a sex addict. <laughs> 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 he tasted his own cum. <laughs> I'll ask him. You've tasted your 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 your. I haven't right? tasted it, but of course, like we smell our stuff mm -hmm. a lot because mm -hmm. of like different times of I don't know. Period. Oh, I haven't. Oh, you mean like when you have oral sex? No, I mean like. 
You no, put of your course I've tasted. <laughs> no, but but like when you have sex with someone and then you blow him afterwards, you kind yeah. of taste your own pussy, totally. which I don't love. I like how you like cringed at saying fingering before, but then you were like, well, of course, like when you have sex and then you give him a blowjob and you can taste your own pussy. Like, that's, that was beautiful. I, like, I never realized that this is going to be like on air forever out there. It's just <laughs> terrible. My dad is a pastor, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Does he listen to any of your stuff? No, God, no. Yeah. That's one of the main reasons that I don't do comedy in German because it would be like too accessible for my parents. Ah. Yeah. No, it's like, honestly, like, like, I don't want them <laughs> Yeah. be in my business. All right. So my stepdad listen, has listened to every episode oh of my, my podcast. God. No, I, he's a really great parent. I love him. There's nothing creepy <laughs> at all. He's, like, so supportive and uh, and understanding. And he, he'll, like, message me when he, like, hears a really great episode and say, like, really nice feedback. And then when I, I send them sets and they've seen all my comedy and really wow. supportive and just like, ah, oh, you know. That's crazy. Yeah. They're, he's And amazing. your comedy is way more dirty than mine. Yeah. And <laughs> and um, and I just found out this week, yesterday, in fact, that my stepmother also listens to my podcast. Now, my mother does not. My father ah, does not. But the steps are listening. Ah, but that kind of makes sense. It does, because... It's, it's too li- close it's, for your yeah. parents. But yeah. I found out that my stepmom has... I think she's only listened to one episode, because in the description it has uh, bad dads as a topic. <gasps> And now my father, I've just found out, is very upset at me and has oh. been for the last few months. Have you, uh, did you talk about your dad? Oh, yeah. But <laughs> well, not just in that episode. Well, actually, I don't think I've gone that deep on the topic, but I talked about my experience of their divorce, yeah, my mum and dad's enough. divorce. And apparently he's upset that I um, aired his dirty laundry online. It's like, yeah. it's my experience, yeah. dude. Like, Oh, that's such a difficult... Yeah. I mean, it's the same because I... I talk about that I lose my faith. Like, I've talked about that on, like, mm-hmm. German TV. Mm-hmm. And for my parents, it's, like, really hard to, to, to still, like, you know, come to terms with. Because obviously it, like, criticizes their worldview and stuff. But also mm-hmm. it's, like... I mean, I'm not saying that they brainwash me or anything. But, uh, yeah, exactly. But, well, that's... Yeah, it's, like, if you've got a child that's doing comedy or doing anything... Yeah. Um, I think most people write their autobiography when their parents are dead. It makes sense. I mean, no, I'm not even oh. kidding. It's just like, I... That's so real, Fanny. That's so, so true. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Well, the thing is, in the episode I did refer to my father as, like, returning to alcoholism after the divorce. Mm. I don't think he's... Um, I hope they listen a to sweet this. homecoming. <laughs> sweet homecoming. I talk about him being an alcoholic, and I talk about um, his him, him stopping drinking because the wife that he, he met... Um, like the woman he married drinks more than he <laughs> <laughs> But your stepmom was fine with it. No, I don't oh. think she's okay. Oh. No, 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 no. I think uh, no, 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 no. And so hard. yeah, and then talked about some of the the shenanigans that my brother and my father got up to, like directly after the divorce, when he was drinking a lot and mm. he was well, drinking with your my brother. My brother Let's talk about down. your dad some more since yeah. he's so uncomfortable. Exactly with Exactly what I wanted to do today. I. <laughs> No, but like it's it's not there. It's like these are what I experienced. Yeah. Like these are you know I think my, I think I have had to battle with um, with substances. Not had to battle, but I think you know uh, having a father that was often like very drunk. Like the stories are funny, but they're sad as well yeah. because he was yeah, at, like he was very drunk. Like one day I came home and uh, he came home. Uh, he he was super drunk. He drove home. 
And I went down to the garage and he'd parked the car so far into the garage that my bike was like pinned between the wall and the car. Like he'd, mm-hmm. he'd gone in too far and he would like, he, he, he was never violent or anything, but like lots of little funny things. Like he, he tried to swim in the ocean one day in like a wheelie bin, like in a, in one of those What's big that? like trash containers that the house has. <laughs> Like, it's funny, but it's like, it's, you know, it's a bit like, yeah. that's your father, you know? Like, yeah. uh, and, like, they would drink so much, my brother and I, the, my brother and dad, that when uh, my dad would drive my brother to school, before he went to work, they'd have to stop the car, and they'd both throw up outside of, like, throw up before oh, they damn. went. Like, they were, they were drinking a lot. You and know? also, like, that your dad, like, took your brother along. That's totally. like, way more concerning than him drinking. Totally. And my brother had to stay down that year. Like, he didn't, wasn't doing okay in school. No. And, um, and look, like, these are my experiences. I'm not shitting on my dad. It's like, this is what I experienced. Like, yeah. This is what I witnessed. So, yeah. I don't know, with comedy, like, you, have you, so you, you say that, you know, not doing comedy in German kind of saves you from the situations, but in English, like, have you had people come at you being like, you shouldn't have talked about that on stage or you shouldn't have put that out there? Um, honestly, it's it's really only like I've done like when I did in like the stuff that I did in German because it was like like it's like on YouTube and like on TV like a little bit and like the co- mm. just like the Internet being trash, just like mm. comments like like I talk about just like religion and then people are like you will burn in hell and like give me Bible quotes and stuff. And I'm like, what? Like, who mm. cares? Like, it's just like really weird or like but nothing personal, nothing well, someone I in had, your life. That's... No, it was more like where I had I have this bit about my my great aunt and like. You know, she was a virgin when she died, and I made, like, jokes about that, mm. uh, about, like, her coming to heaven and, like, you know, the the Muslims, the Muslim, like, suicide bombers and being like, oh, fuck, now I get, you know, a 93-year-old German, you know. Um, and I got a lot of, like, I think from, like, really young people be like, this is not okay to, like, talk about your your family members like that. And I was like, huh. And, like, oh, no, that was, like, the worst. Like, my mom actually asked me, because it's her... It's her aunt, mm-hmm. and so we had like coffee and cake. I was at home, and then and they watched it, and she was like, "Do you think you're like leaving her her dignity when you talk about her like that?" Uh, and I was like, oh, "She's dead." I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was just like like how do I explain that? Like how comedy works, you know? It's just yeah. like, and I understand like she, she doesn't she doesn't. She doesn't understand why people tell, like, really personal things. But it's also, like, it's keeping her memory alive. Like, now we all know about your great aunt, you know? And how much dick she refused. I mean, she was actually, she she was a great woman. Like, I love her. (laughs) I know. Like, her story is living on through you. Like, otherwise no one would know. know. And I think there are actually a lot of women in that generation, Mm -hmm. you know, where the, she had, like, one fiancé who died in the war. And I make a joke about, like, oh, fucking men ghosting her. <laughs> um, and uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's the reality in that generation. A lot of guys died, so a lot of women were just, like, kind of alone for the rest of their lives. I don't know. Or they were it's a political virgins, comment. but, you know, they just I mean, good my family's, liars. like, very Christian, so I really think she wasn't. Like, yeah, no, no, I'm not suggesting that she wasn't yeah, a good yeah. Christian, but, like, other women in that generation. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, who knows? Yeah, uh, probably. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. It's a really, it's a really uh, difficult. I really admire either people who have like parents that are chill or 
people who don't give a fuck what their parents say. And the other thing is, like, my dad wouldn't have a problem if he didn't do all that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, there would be nothing uh, upsetting about hearing about your your child's, you know, childhood yeah. if you didn't do shitty stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently he said to my brother, he's like, you know, did I do something to hurt Anna and that's why she's, like, publicizing this? And it's like... You just, I've just. I mean, it's a shitty thing to do. It's just, you just did the, 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 the shit was shitty. Like yeah. me saying, it's not the shitty part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like my my whole uh, share house uh, in twenty twenty one broke down because of a joke that I I made. Like the start oh. of the end of my share house was because I talked about my housemate going through menopause starting menopause. Mm. It turns out she wasn't even. It was a misdiagnosis by the gynecologist. <laughs> but still, because I talked about it on stage, that my housemate. Um, you know, is, is starting menopause. She was like, "That's too private." She was just like, "That's my story. You shouldn't." Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, "That's like." I was like, "I I could be talking about any housemate in all of my existence, and I've lived with other lesbians." You know, like I mean, maybe, but would you do that the next time that you would just be like, "Okay, I'll just like fictionalize the joke a little bit more, so it's not about her." Yeah, exactly. And she asked, she's like, "Can you run? If you do want to say stuff about me, can you yeah. run it past me?" I mean, that's fair. And I and I agree. I was like, I can run it past you, yeah. but I'm still gonna do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. <laughs> and like, I can just I can make it more anonymous. I can yeah, be yeah. like, uh, my best friends, you know, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But um, but it's still like, if you're a parent of a child doing comedy, you're fucked. Like, <laughs> I know, and they don't even know. Like, because normally the first two years of comedians, they don't even tell anyone. <clears throat> yeah, or like, no one's gonna see any of the content, you know. No. Well, that's why maybe I do more German comedy. Because <laughs> then my parents can't hear it. Yeah, exactly. No, but fuck them. Like, look at your dirty... Sec- like, they're not secrets. Look at... It's okay. Like... I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's so Let's see what the fallout's going to be of that one. Obviously, I'm processing it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I wanted to talk age appropriateness. That's right. That's mm. right. So, I... Um, I... I had something kind of wild. I had a tw- like this twenty-four. Okay, I'm thirty-five, and uh, I'm seeing a twenty-four-year-old. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Still. Is that Still. The same guy? Yeah. yeah okay. Well, it hasn't ended yet. You yeah, know, it's yeah. twenty-four. Like, there's nothing. <laughs> you can't make decisions. <laughs> established. Yeah. He, he, yeah. He's lovely. Um, but yeah, it's 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 chill. But um, but uh, he the first time we had sex, he pulled out a vibrating cock ring. Huh. Have you ever had someone pull no. out a toy? No. And you're just like, whoa, I've never... That's a... That's well unusual done. for guys, right, to bring a toy. Yeah. Would yeah, right? I thought it was like, oh, Gen Z. <laughs> <laughs> Into it. I was really impressed. So it, was it like something that he wanted to try for the first time with you, or was it something that he was already familiar with? Or? I don't know. Uh, he, he said he, he just... Borrowed it from his flatmate? <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> I did put it in the dishwasher. <laughs> no, he said he bought it. Uh, it was just next to the... And I did see them, actually, last time I was at Rossman. Um, they're just sitting next to the condoms. Really? Yeah. Oh, so it's like just like really small. It's just, just like, like a little, little ring. Just so you tried it? Yeah. Was it good? It was, it was different. It was so it just, helps, it just helps it stay up longer? Or what's the point? No, I think it helps to stimulate the clitoris whilst they're inside you. Oh. I Tell think. me more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, so long as they're inside you and it's yeah, there, yeah, then, yeah. then there's some... Oh, okay. Zzz. I'm not a fan of vibrators, <clears throat> I have to say. I was, I was yeah, because um, Tara Kilbride's a comedian on the scene. She has a bit about hating them, and I've re-embraced my vibrator. Ah, oh, okay. 
I mean, I totally see the purpose. I, um, in, in 2020, in the first uh, lockdown, I got really into, like, crystal dildos. Like, I have a rose quartz dildo, which is, like... A pleasure wand. A pleasure wand, <laughs> which is kind of, like, the yeah. opposite, like, philosophically of a vibrator. Yeah. Because a lot of, like, sexologists or... They say that vibrators kind of numb the nerves at, because it's like, I mean, I don't know if guys know, if, if guys have experienced, but like, it's like crazy how stimulating they are. And I can come like really easily with my fingers in like 90 seconds. Like, I don't need a vibrator. Catholic upbringing. It's not Catholic, <laughs> but yeah. Sorry. Evangelical Baptist? Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, and I have friends who are like, yeah, I can only come on like, you know, uh, on like the highest level of the vibrator for like, and just, and like when I use it, it's just like, I mean, you're just like, you can't feel anything afterwards for like several minutes because it's so intense. Mm. And it's just like, it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I understand like to use it like a little bit, but like to use it all the time, I think it's like. I think it's yeah. really dangerous. No, I think I don't think you should use it all the time. No. I think that's uh, that creates a dependency on it. And we don't like we don't like dependencies. Because <laughs> we're independent women. We're independent women. But I think it's a fun like, you know, throw yeah, it in yeah, there yeah. for some for some different things and like I've got yeah. this vibrator that's like a it's got several ends, you know, so there's different things I can be doing with it. Like uh, yeah. yeah. There's different <laughs> options. Yeah. There's a whole menu there. That I can choose from, uh, and then all the different settings. But I, yeah. uh, I don't know. Like I, I'm not against them. I think there's something interesting about them. And if it's you just like insane what they can do. Like I think it's just like, yeah. I mean, like so many comedians have bits about vibrators and like how like the male genitalia looks nothing like the vibrators anymore. Like you know the clit suckers that are just like. Oh yeah. Like the, I don't like, like the clit suck. Like I don't disrespect anybody. <laughs> I have a, a clit yeah, sucker. Sure but it's just like, but that's, I think that's what I meant. Like, it's just like too intense. It's just like too much. Yeah, that one I'm like, that That resembles, I don't know, it's a little bit like cool. It's like cool, a little anteater who's just like. <laughs> it's, a, it's air pulsation, right? I mean, it has like all these patterns and it's, and it just like also like that it sounds like a lawnmower. It's just like not okay. Is it loud? <laughs> I mean, every vibrator is kind of loud. Why haven't they figured out the silent vibrator? I don't get it. Velcro silent. I mean, they figured out that. No. Velcro silent. Velcro no, I mean like they. Silent. No, but they. Is this silent Velcro? I, maybe that's like in Garden State. Do you remember that film? I do remember the film. There was like a guy who got rich because he invented silent, silent Velcro. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's made up anyway. But yeah, silent. Everything. I would. <laughs> the silent vibrator. out of the house and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, silent vibrators. I think yeah, it's like I think it's a turn off. But maybe it can be cool if you're like listening to really loud techno music or having sex, and then like the vibrator is just like the industrial vibe that you want. <laughs> uh, I noticed I bought a fan finally for my apartment. <laughs> Great for topic. Um, but like I, but it's, it, it takes out the it, it balances out the vibration. Noise. Oh, so but I, I but like <laughs> I have I have a fan like a stand up fan, and then it but like during sex like. It, it blows into my pussy and it just makes it dry. Like, <laughs> I can't. You can't. Yeah. It blows into your pussy. You know, when Where? it's like on, on the foot and so yeah, you have to like yeah. switch it. It's just like, it's not good for sex. It's a very like, visual thing I'm just saying. It's like this, <laughs> like this, this like big gaping hole. Gaping hole getting dried out. I have a very tight pussy. It's tiny. <laughs> yeah. Um. <coughs> <coughs> 
but um, really bring the dirty out of me. Yeah. I, I love it. I love it. I was just ah. Um, uh, yeah, fan vibration noises. I don't know. Yeah, the fan helps. It's like if you just want to neutralize it and not be so aware of it. Also, like yeah, living with other people, I think changes how. Yeah, you haven't lived with other people for a long time, right? Yeah, I live by myself. I, yeah, yeah. I think living with other and like if you fuck someone that lives with other people, there's like a whole different level of like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Roommates are just from hell. Makes it really hard to come, I think, if there are other people. Yeah, I, yeah, I totally agree. And it's like, oh, on that bitch. Are you like you know? loud when you have sex? I mean, yeah. you're like a loud person. In I'm a loud person in general. <laughs> <laughs> you have a bit about it. I have a bit about it. Well spotted. Um, I can be loud. Yes, during sex. Yes, I did. Like, if I'm really comfortable, then I'm fucking loud. Otherwise, if I'm at someone else's house, I will be so. Are silent. you like? Are you like loud, or do you like <clears throat> say things? Ooh, I like these questions. Really, <laughs> I am a terrible communicator in bed. Really? Oh, I'm so bad. Like for like, all this experience that I have, this yeah. is this bit that I'm I'm gonna be like developing a bit more. Is that the not 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 sort of um, really f- like. Not being driven to come with people or not, like, trying to... But also, like, I'm so bad at communicating. Yeah. But I'll be loud, like, I moan a lot or I'll, like... That's nice. Or... <laughs> that's, that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> that's nice. But you mean, you like, you find it hard to, to say, like, specific things yeah. or, like, what you want. Yeah. Okay. Like, make me a tea. No, um... <laughs> <laughs> you got the tea back. <laughs> Yeah, but like, unless it's like ah, like that. That's hurt. Like that's hurting. Like them hurting <laughs> me. Of course, I can. I can articulate say. that. Or yeah. if like you know, my my knees are hurting, <laughs> or my back. Um, yeah. It doesn't happen that. But like you know, like sometimes. Yeah. But, like but you're hard of like saying like oh that feels really good. Can you do more of that? Or like oh this is really sexy when you do that. Yeah, no, I don't say that. I'll be like mm, yeah. <laughs> it, like, it also really like depends. <laughs> It really depends on the partner, I feel like. If they're, like, good at it, then it's easier to, like, also... Yes, if they start saying things, then I'll be like, ah. But even then, I'm still, like... Because whenever I'm having sex, the moment I want to say something, I start hearing how dumb it sounds or all the potential, like, criticism that could be interpreted. Or how you could make it funnier. Or how... Exactly! (laughs) Exactly! Or that it's going to ruin the moment because of the the, the, the comedy in it or something. So it's like... it is. I think it's really difficult. really hard for me. And I think what I... And I've said it many times, but I do want to start doing it. But I think I need a partner to do it with. Let's try it right now. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I think I need a partner to practice communicating yeah. better in bed. Like, when yeah. I've had partners in the past, because I, I was in monogamous, or, like, I was in relationships for, like, you know, long relationships for, you know, constantly from, from 18 through to um, 32. And so in relationships, I don't have an issue communicating. Yeah. I can communicate when I'm yeah. safe with someone, uh, and I know. Okay. But if, it's, if I'm building the trust, and it takes me a long time to... Yeah. Until I can come, then I'm usually not saying what I want. Once I can come, yeah. like, it takes a little, like, I start communicating a little bit right before I'm able to come with them, and then, like, yeah. the relationship ends. Yeah. But, yeah, but then I can communicate. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, ah, you made me come. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm bored now. But, no, but, no. But, um, but yeah, you, in relationships I can do it. But it's just because I've been having lots of these short ones, so yeah. Yeah, I haven't I agree. practiced. It's hard. Yeah. I kind of feel like I need a guy to, like, kind of be better at uh, like be more brave I yeah. had, I dated like my ex-boyfriend who was not great at communicating like he never 
well, he never like paid compliments in like normal life. Like he had like a really hard time and like be, being like emotional. But then weirdly during sex was when he was like completely filterless, like filterless in a good way uh -huh. and could really, and so that was mm. like, I never wanted him to like have sex with anyone else because that was like so special that uh -huh. he like showed me like his vul like truly vulnerable self and that was like mind blowing to me. Like he couldn't, like he was like the most uptight person but then he was like really verbal. It was like really crazy. Like that turned me. That turned me opposite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's a big turn on. So, so he was able to compliment you in bed, but he was he was also communicative about what he wanted, or yeah, just both. the compliment. Like just, yeah. yeah, but like mostly like just that he he talked about his feelings also, and like it was weird. Can you give me an example? Well, oh yeah, I mean he would just be like, I mean even just like, oh, you look so hot right now. Like he yeah. would never compliment me in like normal life. Yeah. You know, bed and bed. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, I love that sound." Uh, you know, like there are a yeah. lot of sounds going on. Yeah, and, and like even like, just like saying like something. Yeah. No, I meant the body slapping. <laughs> I love that sound you're doing and like slam into you. <laughs> um, and so you know stuff like that. That I was, mm. I, I was like shocked. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was yeah, interesting. That's nice. Yeah, that's like nice. that's why like people show a different side in in bed. Like that's like the most drastic example of that. I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel yeah, I mean like I've been saying I want to improve my communication skills in bed, but yeah, I wonder why that is. I uh, I have this bit where uh, which is also a true story with the same guy, but when we dated years before, he always asked me if I wanted slow sex or fast sex. Oh, that's such a weird and I was, question. You know, which is kind of cool, right? Like that they ask, and like, I don't know, maybe I, there's yeah. something that I want that can only happen during slow sex. And then I would yeah. always say like uh, fast sex because I thought slow would make me sound like a loser. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I love that. I love that. And so I never had an orgasm, but at least I didn't sound like a fucking loser. Um, but that's exactly it. Like I, I thought like slow sex, like it was too vulnerable for me to say slow sex. Mm. And then while I was writing that bit, I asked like a couple of female friends, like if they're good at saying what they want in bed mm -hmm. and everyone was like oh my god it's like that's like the most horrible moment in bed when the guy asks me what i want and those are like you know strong feminist women and i'm like this yeah. is so interesting when actually i my new re my new response when someone asks me what do you want i'm like i want you to tell me what to do <laughs> wow feminism <laughs> Really? But in bed, it's different, right. right? And I've got a bit about that as well. It's like, I want to be told what to do. I want, like, and then I can I can work around it, but I prefer them to be dominant in, in what they want, and then I can figure but, uh, out. But then how do you get served? Well, because then I'll see what they're, like, within what they want, you know, I prefer them to be enjoyed, like, because I'm not sure what I want until I know what they, like, it's this, it's this yeah, dynamic yeah. thing, right? Like, yeah, you're yeah. E with every partner, it's different. And so it's like... I'd prefer if they have any idea of what they want to do, like fucking take charge. And then if I'm not enjoying it, or I'll yeah. maneuver around that, or I'll suggest something with my body without communicating anything verbally. Because <laughs> <laughs> men are great at picking up on those really subtle cues. Totally. <laughs> totally. But um, I'm sure they are. Yeah. But also, it's like I mean, I would I mentioned this in the last recording with Jana. You know Jana? Yeah. Fajik. Yeah. I was talking about um, like how many men have you had going at the same time? Oh. Like, have you dated multiple people at the same time? Not really, no. Okay. I'm not good with that. It's not going to be relatable then. But, uh, <laughs> but, 
But it was that I, like, I, you know, it's also when I'm with, there's different people that I might be seeing, I forget who likes what. So it's Oh, like, my God, you're trash. <laughs> but it's like, I don't know, tell me what you want. It's, ah, oh, you want that? Cool. Like, yeah. then we can, you know, so it's... um yeah, like flashcards. Yeah. <laughs> like, was this your sheet or was this your sheet? I, yeah. You just, like, study, like, right before you, like, on the U-Bahn. You're just, like... Yeah. <laughs> or I've got the notes that I have, you know, have files for all of them. No. Yeah. But uh, it's not that many, but, you know. It's... Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's the it's I prefer them to. Also, it's the, the the other thing of the dominant thing that I had in this bit. It's like, uh, it's like, we I have to exert so much control um, to to like and and I you know we women do kind of determine if there's going to be sex. That's kind of the thing. Like men are always the, the idea is that yeah. it's not always true, but like the idea, the loose thing is that the other option is called rape. Exactly. <laughs> 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 we gotta or, have mentioned it once. <laughs> yeah, rape. Woo! Tick. Okay, good. Um, but like in um, not woo for rape. Okay, just to clarify. Woo. Uh, but the, um, the the idea is also that there are men that sometimes don't want to have sex. So it's not that the man yeah, always wants absolutely. to have sex. I don't want to be clear on that. But the idea is that you know the man's usually down. The woman is the the gatekeeper. And so in order to get to the point where like we have sex, we've been making so many decisions and like you know, uh, positioning ourselves and kind of controlling the situation to a point, by the time I get into bed, I'm like, I don't want to fucking, I don't want to fucking oh. think, man. I don't want to have to fucking do anything. You take control, yeah. I'll let you know if it's not working. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, and, and that might be great because it depends on if the guy wants to be in charge or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what I was thinking about. Yeah, all right. So this guy, there was this guy, uh, um, he's crossed off the list now. He's got problems. He's, um, you thirsty? I'll yeah, uh, drink some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> More caffeine, Anna. Why not? Um, so I, um, I was seeing this guy, uh, and he's all fucked up about his exes. Every time we catch up, he's like, "Oh, I shouldn't have cheated on my seven-year girlfriend, and then dated a crazy Colombian woman." <laughs> and he tells me every like he even was telling me this before we fucked last time, and I was like, "What am I doing listening to this guy's?" relationship problems yeah, and regrets. that's a real turn off. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm so dry right now. <laughs> and, um, but he, um, oh, why did I bring this up? Oh, he, yeah, when we first met, um, he was like, what do you like in bed? And I was like, I want you to tell me what to do. <laughs> and he was mm. like, okay. And then he hasn't really fulfilled that. Mm. But, um, but I bring him up as well. God, I hope he doesn't listen. doesn't matter. It's, I've been, I've been very... Yeah, it's just anonymous. burning bridges. Every podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, that's horrible. Um, <laughs> oh, it's caramel. Oh, I like that you're trying it, though. That's cool. I'm drinking a coffee for the listeners that's in a can. Um, <laughs> that's warm. Yes. <laughs> it's a warm milk product. What? Like, of course I would have opened... Yeah, anyway. Uh, so, anyway. Um, and also, Catherine Ryan talked about this. So, this guy's penis, like, I could do anything with it. Like, I, he, she, she's got a bitch where she's like... Have you met those penises where you could just like slam them in the door and like you wouldn't feel anything? <laughs> you mean because it's so hard or because they don't care or what? It's because like it's so desensitized. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just like you could fucking do anything with it and it's like it's, it's vaguely going to feel something. Yeah. So yeah. he just wants you to be quite hands on. Rough. Yeah. Rough. Like teeth. Oh, that's unusual, right? Yeah, right? a bit. <laughs> 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 it's okay if it's not unusual. <laughs> As I was talking, 
saying and then looking at like, all these people are listening yeah. to what I'm saying. Because <laughs> I've, I've definitely several times heard like, less teeth, please. Yeah, right. And I'm like, I'm like fair enough. I'm like, I don't want teeth down Yeah, here. right. Because you forget that you got the ones at the back, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, what a show off. So Anna gets the down real far. <laughs> well, yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> But, uh, God, I'm sweating. Um, but, yeah, okay, so you haven't encountered, like, the, kind of, like, the dead penis. Uh, no, I definitely had a guy, he was like, yeah, it's because I'm circumcised. I don't yeah, really right? Anything. You, like, you really have to, like, yeah. Yeah, well, I do have, yeah. And older circumcised, right? Because I think younger circumcised. You mean when they're five? Pedophilia <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> check. No, I mean, I haven't seen a five-year-old circumcised penis. It's probably a good thing. Okay. Uh, you can ask Dan Stearns. All right. He's yeah. the organizer of podcast. <laughs> now we're talking about his child's penis. <laughs> He's talking about his child's penis on stage. He does? Well, when he was first born, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. He had I missed some that. weird uh, bits about it. Yeah. <laughs> like his child's penis. Yeah. It's a weird bit. Um, so, no, because I worked at a kindergarten, to clarify. So I did see a lot of penises. Yeah. Yeah. Great. They were five years old. And they were not circumcised. That was German. Yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah. no there were a couple of Syrians. I didn't, s- but they weren't circumcised. I feel kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> Me too. Okay, good. Let's move, on. Uh, let's move on from children's penises. I like you don't look at them. They just they pop no, up I in front of you. You know, what I mean? the the ones that I really saw <laughs> were uh, were the babies. You know, I, the five year olds you don't see as much. But, yeah, you know. fair enough. Because you're changing the nappy. Exactly, exactly. Um, but the but like um, they circumcise um, at like. Like really young, yeah, right? like how young? Like like a, a couple of months. I don't know. I don't it's know. not Actually, in the Baptist church at all. They never circumcise. No. We baptize. Yeah. In the name. <laughs> Just checking. I don't want to make assumptions, you know. But also, all um, people in the states. It's a common thing that yeah, people in the states. Yeah, it's more common, I think, like culturally, even if you're a Christian. Yeah, yeah. right. That's what I was thinking. Maybe there's something in the because I don't know where baptism comes from. Actually, what's the history of ba- Baptist? I mean, it's just like that they don't baptize the babies without them wanting to be Christian. Because, like, in the in the Catholic and in the Protestant church, they just baptize babies and their babies. And the Orthodox and stuff, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so the Baptists just say, hey, why don't we ask people before we baptize them? So they baptize them. Like, I was baptized when I was 13. Oh, uh, okay, okay. By okay. my dad, which is not weird. Because you, you, like, dunk in like the pool, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're dunk in the pool. Yeah, yeah so but. it's not just, like, the sprinkles on the head. No, it's, it's like, full on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the biggest difference, I think. Yeah. Okay, so we don't know how old babies are circumcised. I don't know. We could ask Do you guys know when um, br- brisses, bris, a bris happens? Eight days. Eight days old. Oh, okay. What the That's fuck? Eight days? Eight days? Is the, is the idea that they, they won't remember then? They won't be as traumatized? I don't know. I'm the, like the best atheist in the world. Oh. I don't know. That's amazing that you know that it's eight days. I, that sounds biblical. Well, I was born and raised in Israel, so there you go. Oh. <laughs> yeah, all right. Eight days. There must be something about, like, yeah. God and... Yeah. Some other bullshit. Counting days and stuff. <laughs> eight days. That is so young. Yeah, so I've never seen a circumcised baby penis. Hmm. Just to clarify. Um, or maybe it's, like, so small that you can't really see it. <laughs> Okay, I don't want no, to actually you know. would you would notice because you see the foreskin <laughs> of the baby penises, like that's noticeable. Do we do we take questions? I feel like we you? should really lean into this more. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but why did I bring up baby penises? Nobody um, knows. 
Age appropriation. Age of no. Age. No, no, no. You brought up baby. You said five. I was like, I'm yeah. talking about young men. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. I think maybe older men with circumcised penises lose sensitivity, but when they're still kind of fresh, like early twenties. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're still sensitive. Yeah, that might be true. Yeah. Okay. Who knows? Who knows? Do you want to open up to questions? I have no idea. Do you have a watch? Yeah, I we don't know what time it is. What's the time? 9.17. 9.17. So we've been recording basically for an hour, yeah. I think. Sensational. Do you guys have any questions that are not about baby penises? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever. Mm. We'll take anything. Mm. But we don't know that much anything. about it, obviously. You look like you got a question. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no questions. Okay. Comments. Any comments? Any, 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 any ideas? You can ask anything. Do you have a question for the audience? Mm. Oh, I mean, we could have asked about all the topics. All like of them. The well, we did like squirting. And um, not I want to move away from circumcision really badly. <laughs> um, open relationships. Open relationships. You want to ask a question about open You want some advice on open relationships? Yeah, sure. I'm not going to give it to you. I was thinking maybe they could. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have uh, uh, advice? No, but, uh, yes. Squirting, because... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic. Um, because you talked about um, knowing a little bit about the background, and have you ever read or heard about why? I mean, is there some evolutional reason? or? Uh, what, like, the benefit is? Yeah, is there a reason why, or is it just an, an appendage? That, yeah, like, it's just like there let's use it yeah i think it's just an append it's just part of the yeah i don't think there's any any evolution like it doesn't seem like there's any evolutionary um maybe it's like cleansing stuff out yeah maybe it's a cleanser <laughs> but i don't i don't maybe it i wonder maybe, if it does something it's, uh, some way to prevent uti i don't know oh yeah that's a that's a that's a very good theory Maybe it prevents UTIs because it's flushing out but the urinary tract. But then it really track. should be easier to have one because I think a <laughs> lot of squirt. women, yeah, have UTIs. A lot of women do have UTIs. Maybe it's just not noticeable in an orgasm, and then when it happens, not during an orgasm, orgasm, it's um, more noticeable. Say that again. What's the what's the what? Like when when there's an orgasm, there's secretion of fluids. A little bit, yeah, not but really. But it's different. Like the the squirting is that's why, why there has been science about it because the liquid is really a different composition of what what liquid. All right, you just suggested that there's liquid excretion no, by I mean, orgasm. For no, females. I meant just like that the kind of like the mucus and like stuff that's mm -hmm. going. I mean like the stuff that gets wet. You know that makes you yeah okay. There's, there's a certain amount of. Liquid. There is a certain amount of liquid. Have you ever excreted something that's liquidy when you orgasm? That's not a squirt? <sighs> I don't think I don't, okay. know, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Well wouldn't be a squirt be like a more forceful kind of yeah. ejaculation. Oh it's I totally mean, different. And, yeah. and then there's the secretion which is then Yeah, yeah. Secretion just kind of hangs inside different. really. And like come like like you see it on the condom. Hopefully, there's one on. Um, but no, but the squirt is a totally different thing. It's like yeah. a shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a... Psh, psh, and it's coming out of the top. Like, it's coming out from where you pee. So it's it's very different. But yeah, that's a good idea with the, the UTI. Um, maybe it's got something to do with that. Because if you, you've got to stimulate... <clears throat> 
that areas for so long. So if you're stimulating that area so long, then maybe the body's like, oh, we're going to need to clean that area out. You know what I mean? And, oh. and yeah. I mean, we're very unscientific here. Very unscientific. <laughs> I'm not, but also at the same time, it's like men ejaculate also through the urethra. They still get UTIs all the time. And there's a <laughs> but I mean, like the prostate, like that doesn't really have a lot of... Uh, yeah, what does that even do? It's got hormones in it, no? It's a gland. It's a gland, yeah, so right? So, like, I don't know if there's, like, evolutionary benefit. Yeah, of course. Is there? Yeah. I think I think it's the fluid needed to carry the, the sperm. You know, the sperm is actually a very small proportion. Of, and the prostate the, creates... The whole, and the prostate creates the, the carrying fluid, so to speak. No, but I mean, like, mm. if... The prostate creates fluid. When it... Milk when the prostate, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> But like when when you have an when when there's like anal sex and the prostate is stimulated, uh-huh. how is that connected to like the man shooting up out the front? Because it, it it's connected, <laughs> so the prostate's connected to then. Um, but that's like that happens the, at a different time then, no? What what happens at a different time? When when the prostate is stimulated, mm. is that the same organ? I don't I don't really know anything about it. Um, I think it's the same orgasm. It's the same orgasm. So it just like, comes out through the same place, just like when okay. we organize orgasm. So when you when you stimulate the prostate, nothing comes out of the prostate. It still comes out of the pee pee hole. The pee pee hole. Yeah. Ah, but the prostate, okay, but the that. prostate manufactures the uh, part of the liquid that's in um, mm, in mm-hmm. ejaculate. Ah, okay, cool. Yeah. To know that. All right. Good questions. Good questions. Good questions. <laughs> Was there more that you wanted to share? Um, I don't have a subscription to this journal, but... <laughs> just yeah. the abstract. Just the abstract. Okay. Very abstract. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but I, I would go back to, like, logging to my university accounts and read this article. Okay, yeah. It's we fascinating, isn't it? It is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, we can... I, I don't link shit to this. But I have one comment. Yeah. yeah. So, some time ago, I wrote an article on Squirt. And sadly, that was where the recording ended at PodFest. Uh, that is from my phone recording. The actual recording um, by Noisy Rooms uh, somehow failed on my SD card. So retrospective apologies for the quality of the sound. I grabbed it from my iPhone recording. Um, if you'd like to hear more about uh, Freddie's life, uh, check out her special. Um, she's doing a double bill with Chris Davis called Lost and Delusional. So check out Freddie Grale, uh, freddiegrale.com, uh, also Instagram. And then I did a whole lot of plugging at the end of the recording, uh, talking about all the shows that I'm doing at the moment. Please check them out on AF Barros. Uh, that's my Instagram. And um, we had some other really interesting questions at the end of it and some comments around squirting. Um, but yeah, that's that was Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Uh, thank you so much and see you next time. Bye.